Pod, Scott and Todd, 8-29-18, only a couple days left in August. Summer is a bye-bye. Labor Day weekend. Wait, is it bye-bye up there? It's still hot AF here. Actually, no, very very valid point. No, it's it's a gigantic heat wave we're going through. It was 92 today, which is ridiculous. It was 77 was the high yesterday, and then today it was 92. Um, it was like 96 here. Yeah, I've heard it's been brutal. I guess I was watching U.S. Open tennis coverage, and they were saying New York was brutal, so I figure where you are. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was watching a little of the U.S. Open this afternoon well, Yeah. while we had dinner at Joyzy Mike's. Nice. Super, super fancy, but uh, the, Andy Murray was playing some Spaniard fellow, and uh, it looked hot AF. Yeah, they said uh, they've had a record number of what do they call them? Withdrawals in the first round. People are just quitting. Like they get down two sets in a couple games, be like, the hell with it. I quit. Oh, really? Just, just straight up, up quitting? Yeah. I mean, they probably feigned an injury, but whatever. They're all the same in terms of they just make an official withdrawal. They had a record number in the first round. So that's saying something. That's saying that it's hot as the balls in sweatpants in summer. But it says in it's terms... 89 degrees here at 10 o'clock. So. That's, that's ridiculous. It's not that warm here. It's probably about 82 right now, and it's 8.30. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's supposed to be pretty bad through the weekend and around Labor Day, actually. Excuse me, the heat's going to break. And then looking at the 15-day forecast, assuming we give it some level of accuracy. Wait, the 15-day forecast? Yeah, that's useless. That's, that's what Weather Channel generally is. Well, whatever. It's looking like it's going to cool off, so it should be fine. Be fine, meaning for my race. That's all I care about at this Wait, point. Wait, when's your race? Oh, yeah. When's, a, when's your race? I saw your post about it. Yeah, it's in... On it's the in, face of Buka. Correct. It's in, uh, it's in 10 days. It's not this Saturday, but next Saturday. We'll start there. Did we, did we talk about your injury before? Yeah, I think we did. I don't... I don't believe... You told me, I mean, you, we might have talked about it off the air, but you told me you're having oh. your Achilles. Yes. Correct. Achilles did tendonitis. You, did you get treatment for it, or you just... I got needled. <laughs> yes, I did get needled. Was it needled. a dry needled or were they lubed needles? Oh, no. They were dry needles, my friend. I guess that's, yeah, that was last Monday, so we wouldn't have talked about that on the pod. So I did have, so we'll, we'll start with the ultra thing. So I did have Achilles issues, which I'd had two years ago before my last ultra race that I tried to do. And I got dry needled then. For those of you that don't know, dry needling is as pleasant as it sounds. It's basically acupuncture except as opposed to just sticking in the needles and leaving them, and I think those are thinner needles also, they stick it in near a nerve intentionally, and then while it's in there, they kind of just poke around a little bit. Like oh, they didn't... Well, so they... I think they use the same needles as they use for acupuncture. I'm sure they do. I was making a joke. But acupuncture yes, generally, like... I think, tries to target pressure points. Yes. Whereas dry needling is supposed to reduce inflammation, I believe. And a lot of times they send an electric charge through it. I don't know if you had that situation. I did not have that, but it damn well felt like it. (laughs) They were just flicking the ends of it. So I had it. So again, I was having Achilles pain in my right leg. They needled at various spots in my calf because, as most of you are probably aware, your Achilles connects your calf to basically the bottom of your foot or your heel. And so in order to reduce inflammation, as you said, because I had very bad inflammation when I went in there, two Mondays ago, um, they went in, needled it, 
and you feel it like my uh, I was laying on my stomach and my toes or my feet were off the edge of this massage table basically and your feet just flicker like you're getting stun gunned um, and it's not not painful it's very painful it hurts a lot in the moment it hurts Wait, the it next is day painful or it's not it is very painful it's a very painful product like you're literally it's one of those things Did where they you're tell like, you it's oh! gonna be painful oh yeah I knew it it was the same lady uh-huh. that had done it to me two years ago so I was keenly aware of what was going to happen <laughs> who had needled you sans lube who had, previously yeah needled me while I was laying on a massage table face down without lube two years ago and it was as pleasant an experience <laughs> so <laughs> you know she, she stuck it in and then stuck it around a little bit while I was laying face down on this massage table dry needles what that's what happened dry needles uh-huh. anyway um, so yeah so it's it's extremely painful it did bruise it's actually still a little bruise but it's not it's not painful to the touch or anything anymore but for several days afterwards it was monday it was i, I got it done on monday and by friday i was able to really kind of walk around without feeling it but i mean just walking around the office the next day at work it hurt like it's it's painful it's just heavily bruised so intentional bruisings ultimately re- reduces inflammation or what's the I don't think the bruising has anything to do with it. I think it's just the, I think it like shocks and resets the, the system somehow. I have no idea how it works, but it works. It worked two years ago, although I had to drop out of that race, which was the first race and only race I've ever dropped out of in my life. But that's not her fault. I had really jacked up my, my Achilles was in much worse shape then. And I had much less time between when I got dry needled or began physical therapy and when the race was. It was like 15 days. I literally stopped running altogether because it was I could barely walk. Like it was that bad. Um, this one was not as bad. I'd gone out on a 15 miler, four miles in. It started hurting. By the time I got done with my 15 miler, because I was stubborn and didn't want to stop, typical Hoffman trait. Um, the Achilles was very sore, very tender. That is, that is not a typical trait for me. 15 miles running is not a typical <laughs> trait for Hoffman's. Being stubborn, I believe, Being stubborn, is a I, but I'm. I'm I'm just Push, throwing pushing in yourself there, physically like, definitely being, not a physical. being stubborn in physical things is yes. not necessarily uh, one of my fair point. Yes. Uh so anyway, so you know, that soon thereafter I I had it looked at and uh that's when I, you know, decided to do the the needling. So do they do stuff. follow-up stuff? Like is there a massage and stretching that goes along with this or are they just Yes. Needle so you? so so during that appointment, we went through several stretches I can do. You know, we, we talked through it. She also did a, a series of stretches while I was there on the table um, to work out the calf. She che- she was checking out my flexibility and all that sort of stuff. She was checking it out. Um, but, yeah, she, you know, I, when I left, she the next morning, early morning, she sent me a series of exercises that I've been doing every day, like the um, elevated calf lifts and things like that, where basically you stand on a stair on your toes uh, with your and then heels lower free floating. your heel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that's that's been the most helpful one. It's good for your calf uh, muscles too, right? Yeah. Well, that's what you're doing. You're stretching your calf muscles. But again, and you can't you can't really stretch your Achilles. It's a tendon. But you can stretch the muscles that directly affect the pressure put on the Achilles. So, so the big test for the Achilles, and I asked her about this. I was like, and now the look, goal, wait, wait, sorry. The goal is to strengthen the muscles so the tendon's doing less of the work and the muscles are doing the work, right? That is correct, yes. Um, 
So the big test was act was two days ago, which is what I posted on Facebook, which was a true mountain run. Again, the race I'm doing is 31 miles, but I was like, let me go out to the mountains, do the front part of the course. And so I did about 12 miles of the course with like 3,000, 2,500, 3,000 feet of elevation gain within that run. Um, and it was fine. I had absolutely, knocking on wood, I had absolutely no problem with the Achilles at all. That's awesome. So, yeah. The rest so of I'm it, hopeful. The rest of it was miserable, but your Achilles was fine. I mean, it was... <laughs> It's an uncomfortable experience. I'm not gonna so, lie. I'm not stupid. I understand. So when I when I see people doing like these ultras and trail running, like this isn't like when I've seen you skipping around town on road races where you're running very fast. Is that true? Or are you still like are you kind of st- like it always looks like people are kind of like stumbling along. Like they they're not running like a fast pace usually when I see the like long so, distance cross country ultra things. Is that true or? Like, are you running like a six-minute mile or 12-minute mile or somewhere in between, probably? So you've murdered the terms. Um, but, yeah, so so a typical 5K road race, as an example, at my age, my advanced age, if I were to go out and run one and train <laughs> for one, I could do it between 17 and 18 minutes, which is, you know, less than a six-minute-per-mile pace, okay, as an example. That would be a relatively flat 5K road race. A mountain ultra, which an ultra marathon is anything over 26.2 miles, and a mountain, well, you can put together what mountain means out here in Colorado. I'm going nowhere near that pace. I'm probably going to end up doing twice that pace, or half that pace, if you will, in terms of how fast I'm going. Yeah, you can do that math. So 12-minute miles would be a great achievement, because when you're going up, first of all, there are sections where you can't even run. Like, you have to walk. It's more of like because, a scramble-ish, or like a power well, walk. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's either it's so steep, I definitely came across some of those in my run this past Sunday, or... Like, like also, the road out of my neighborhood, out of my house. Well, I mean, that. <laughs> I, I guess that would be an example, although I've certainly run up that before. But see, that's a paved road. That's the other thing, is that there is no paved road anywhere in this entire race. It's all sure. either on like dirt roads, like ATV trail type things, or, and I took, there are a couple of the pictures on Facebook show this, or it's on a single track, just dirt path or rock path over these mountain passes. So it's, that definitely slows you down. There are sections where, again, you essentially have to walk because it's literally like rock steps that you're walking up to get up to these higher elevations. So it's pretty insane. So you're definitely going slower. The uphill definitely slows you down. The long, long distance would slow you down as well. So even if I was, because I've done ultras back in South Carolina where it's out of state forest and it's just in the forest and it's relatively flat, you could do those at a lot faster pace. But because you're going 30, 35 miles, whatever it is, you're obviously going to slow down at some point. Sure. Your body just just takes the a distance. Beating. Yeah. You yeah. can't maintain the six minute mile. You might have to do like nine or 10 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, again, my hope is to finish this. Again, it's 31 miles. My hope is to finish this between seven and seven and a half hours. Oh. And and part some of the toughest, one of the toughest things about this is just being on your feet moving for that long. I mean, imagine even just taking a walk, like going out and walking the dog, for those of you listening, or whatever, for seven <laughs> hours. Like, that's that's exhausting, even on a flat surface, on a on a treadmill, on a sidewalk, whatever. 
and I'm doing that same thing, but up and down mountains. And I, and again, I, I've talked to other people about this. I'm like, what you'll understand is the most brutal part that will affect me for days after the race is the downhill. Cause you're just slamming your quads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your, your upper, your upper legs take a real beating on the downhill. So especially if you're trying to make up time and go a little quicker. What's the elevation change? Change. So, uh, like what's the Delta that you're going up and down? Do you know? It's so in total. Or they just it's about tell you seven, how high you've climbed or whatever. I, they, they they tell you all of that. In total, it's about seven thousand feet. So the race starts at like ten two, it peaks at thirteen two, but if you look at the race profile, you basically start and you go straight up, and then you go down, and then you go up again, and then you go down, and you finish on the down. So it's basically two large mountains. You're actually going over four passes, but you wouldn't know that if you were just looking at the race profile. So. It's from 10.2 to 13.2, and then you go down to like 9,000-something, back up to like 12, and then it finishes at like 8,800, I think. So, so you end on a downhill? Is that is that common? In a mountain race, yeah, because you're ending normally in a... A valley? You know, a, a valley, a resort town or whatever. So it's, Yeah, I guess I mean, some sense. of them certainly will end on top of a mountain. <laughs> you're yeah, you're not going to end, like, they're not helicoptering everyone to the Right, exactly. All right, now you're done. <laughs> Good luck getting back down. Here's a mountain bike. I mean, that's not how it works. So, um, and I, and uh, I guess it's about a month ago now, I did the, the back seven miles of the course as a training run. And so I, I've now seen the last seven miles of the course and the first six miles. I don't know what's in between, but I've seen essentially half of the course. So that's, that's a good thing because I'll know what to expect for those first six miles and those last seven. So how is, how is the course marked? Is it like a sort of hiking trail where you can just kind of tell where you're supposed to go or are there like larger moraines where there's just fields of rock or gravel and shit? Moraines? Yeah, I think a moraine is like basically, you know, there's like sort of fields of rubble that happen on like the sides of mountains and stuff. Scree? It's called scree. Like loose rock? Yeah. 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 I think moraines Um, may be a little larger, but... It's possible. I have no idea. Um, No, it's, it's very well marked. So... Again, from what I've seen, the first six miles are again. It's a it's an ATV, and I actually saw some cars this weekend when I did it. It's a pretty clear road slash path. Um, and then at four and a half miles is a is the first aid station, and that's where you kind of turn off of that and go onto that single track trail that I was talking about. You start going over the peaks, and that I assume carries on for probably eight more miles. Um, and then eventually it will hook up to what the only thing that I know, which is the last seven miles, which again is a pretty well-defined trail through kind of a foresty area. And then it too pops out on a, um, kind of an ATV trail and that's the last four miles or so downhill on an ATV trail. So, so the part you ran was the last four plus some of the previous up. Yes. In your seven. A moraine is yes. a mass of rocks and sediment carried down and deposited by a glacier, typically as right. ridges at its ex- edges or extremity. So okay. it's usually like a field of that scree, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of that. I mean, off on either side, there was a lot of that. There were some snow patches up there when I was running on Sunday, which is pretty crazy. Towards the end of August, there was still snow up there. Um, as I mentioned in my Facebook post, it was insanely windy 
because I was on top of a mountain, literally. Um, I would guess it was 55, 60 degrees, and the wind chill could have been in the 30s, which I was not prepared for. Oh, wow. So that chilly? I, it was, I was very cold. My hands were quite cold. Um, and I had long sleeves, but I was wearing shorts. And again, I was obviously creating heat and burning energy, so it wasn't that terrible. I've run in much colder conditions, obviously, but I just wasn't anticipating it. So are you going to um, wear, like, gloves in the race? or? I will bring I gloves with me, yes. I definitely will bring gloves with me. I will. I do have a hat that I wear that I just am comfortable wearing while running, which is a cap. Um, but I may have to, as I did on Sunday, take it off and just hold it, because if I looked directly in the wind, that hat would have blown off and I would have never seen it again, because <laughs> it would have gone off the side of a mountain and been long gone. So You just, like, um, Bobby pin it to your hair? I mean, I could have. I could have. Or I I might. Mean, would you consider running in a beanie? I would, and and I've, I've, would I've also considered... too much warmth? No, I don't think so. I've also considered... I mean, I will have a, a running pack with me. Um, Does that which include will have water, like water and, and stuff? And Wait, so do you have to pack all of your beverages, or do they have, like, stations for that shit? Well, again, at four miles, there's a station... At 14 miles, there's an aid station. Oh, you probably and said then that. Again, I kind of, yeah, I did. And then again, at 26 miles, there's an aid station. Um, so there's only three of them, which for a, a race of this length is a little less than standard. But so they'll have and, and they'll have everything. They'll have food, drinks, whatever you might need. Um, so yes, but I will dry certainly start stations. out with that dry needling stations. Yes, no loop. Actually, they will have lube. <laughs> have lube, but stations. not for the needling. But not for the needling portion. For the nippling, um, more likely. The nippling and the crotch, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I want to have enough to where if those stations didn't exist, I would still be able to make it through. So I will bring on, I will have several, like, bars, several gels, and, and a good portion of, of water with me as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, it's it, uh, ultra, especially ultra mountain running is different from everything I've done for the, the other quarter century of my racing career, if you will. And that I'm not out there to win. I have no, in, I have no false hope that I'm going to win this race. I don't even want to try. Just, I'm just, just finishing is winning, Scott. Just finishing is, it truly is. It's a gigantic achievement. So like how many, I mean, pe- I, how many people are signed up? Like 25? Hundred? No, it's actually it cap it caps at one hundred and fifty, for probably have, have somewhat they met obvious that reasons. Cap? Yes, I actually signed up like three four months ago. Wait, because... what are the obvious reasons that it's capped at one hundred and fifty? They just need to find that many bodies if they have to, or? I mean, that is part of it. The the sweepers, as they call them, don't want to be up there trying to find a thousand bodies. Six hundred people falling off the side of a mountain. <laughs> But no, again, four miles in, it turns into a single track trail. If you have hundreds and hundreds of people, that could get a little, uh, yeah, yeah. A little, a little messy. So, and they, the other reason they time it like they do uh, larger marathons, where they you sort of state your pace and they start you at different points, or no, everybody's it's 150 people. Everybody's gonna start at the same time. I don't know. It's not that many. And again, it starts on a road. I mean, it's a legit road. Is there a ghost in the room? I just heard a noise. Sound like someone's oh. screaming. Could be oh. a fox. Could be. Um, 
I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, but uh, the other reason is, and you wouldn't know this, but you actually, it's it doesn't start and finish at the same place. So you actually you yeah, park. Yeah, you, you sort the, of mentioned that. Or I, oh, I got so, that point from you. So you actually start the race in a city called Empire, Colorado, and that's where everyone's going to park, and then they're going to bus us all over a few miles down the road to the starting line. Um, and so, again, if you have a 1,000 people, that'd be... A lot of so, so, are they playing like Metallica on the bus or like Grateful Dead? Feels more like a Grateful Dead sort of thing to me, but like, are they playing no, hype, I don't know. hype music on the bus? Probably not. I are don't you, have my. Uh, are you listening to music while so you're I'm, running? Or yes. podcast or something? IPod. Not podcast. I actually have music. And I've been you, in both of my training playlist? runs. I had my. I don't have a seven-hour play. I just let it go random. Um, and both of my runs, I took my phone with me, A, for safety because I was running by myself, but B, to snap photos so that on the day of the race, I don't have to have my phone with me. So I probably will not have my phone with me um, on race day. I'm sure a lot of people will, but I will not. What's the cell coverage like? It's non-existent. That's another reason I won't have my phone. So, so it really, what, it just becomes what kid a was your, your phone doing? Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. Oh. On my first run, and so you're just it, hoping that you could have some bars. I was, I yeah, I don't know, but I ended up taking pictures, and so then, even knowing I wouldn't have any cell coverage when I went this past Sunday, I took it with me again to take the photos, so that I would not need to take it on race day here in ten days. That makes so, sense. And so yeah, you said so this, the, the forecast is yeah. what now? It's going to be. Sunny well, it's gonna be again? it's gonna be cooler here. Actually, no, it's not gonna be sunny. So, it's gonna be cloudy in the morning, which is perfect, and afternoon showers. But the high in Empire, in Empire next Saturday is like 62. The low is like 45. So, Ugh. as long as it's not super windy again, I'm thrilled with that forecast. It could not be better. Overcast and cool is exactly what you want. Exactly what I want as a distance runner. That's perfect for me. Yeah, I guess that's better than like. Chapped. Chapped? <laughs> yeah, windy and sunburnt. Like... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 80 and hot would be... 80 and hot. 80 and sunny would be the worst possible scenario for me. Gotcha. That would be miserable. Actually, that's not true. 30 and raining would probably be worse. Yeah, the rain doesn't uh, sound like a good situation. So we think the elevation's going to be 20 degrees cooler than whatever the other forecast is, or somewhere around there? Yes, that? for sure. Yep. So you, you think it's going to be in the 40s? When the race starts, it'll be in the 40s. And it'll warm starts up at, to Starts 50? at 7 a.m. And by the time I finish, which will be early afternoon, hopefully, um, it'll probably be starting to rain, would be my prediction. So I you want to no be idea. done around 2 is your goal? That's my hope. That 2 would be 7 hours. That'd be yeah. awesome if I could finish by 2. I can do that math. Well, I, I've seen your math skills. <laughs> I've seen them in action, so I feel like kind of helping you out, holding your hand through the math problems is going to be the way to go there. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. All right, Any let's move on. About the no, I don't give a shit okay. about this anymore. That was the Ultra Update. I think so. We've replaced the NBA segment with the Ultra Update. We lost <laughs> all of our 23 minutes. <laughs> Listeners. Cut this part out. Hell. All right, so let's go to something everybody cares about. Olive Garden. 
Did you uh, did you do any research on this? No. This will be a quick one. So Olive Garden, apparently once a year, I did not know this, they do this thing that's called pasta passes. I think there's like a 1,000 that they give out or 500. And what it is is you can pay $100 and you get free pasta for a month. You get unlimited pasta for your just yourself for a month. Now, obviously, if you love the OG as I do, and there's one down the street, so that would be trouble. If I could get, I mean, I could oh, easily. We're the OG in this situation is the Olive Garden. Is the Olive Garden? Yes. I've never I heard would it very. Before. Oh yeah, come on! <laughs> All the OGs call it OG. I mean, Apparently. within week one, I would have my money's worth easily. Olive Garden is expensive, surprisingly expensive. It gets up there pretty quickly. They have deals sometimes, you know, like uh, the one that I, we we normally go when they have the uh, buy one take one, where you buy a meal and then you can. <laughs> take one to go it's like a you know basically yeah, you're yeah. buying I've, I've seen that night and lunch before. the next day that's a good one obviously um bottomless pasta is a huge you know but that's just one sitting point. you can't you can't carry that over that's a just month. one sitting no you cannot you cannot come like back the, the next pasta day without passe. but the pasta passes so here's the here's the crazy part hang on okay, let me ahead. just finish this real quick. Right, the craziest finish. part about this is that Again, I think it was either five hundred or a thousand that they were selling for a hundred dollars a piece last is that year. Nationwide, article, or is that? It's nationwide. It happens online. Last year, they went on sale. They sold out in six seconds. So basically, it's impossible to get these, is what I'm telling you. Yeah. And it was an it was an article that I read that was promoting that was happening the next day. So I don't know how oh. well they did this year, but I assume what's under the a minute, uh, they sold what's the, the eBay aftermarket on the pasta passes. You know, I don't know. Can they be transferred? And I don't know if it works like that. I don't know. You may have to put in the name. That's so. If you if you somehow were in the first six seconds or managed to snag a pasta pass, yes, does sir. this only give me pasta, or do I just is it like a I got the the golden ticket and I get to eat whatever the fuck I want in Olive Garden? I think it's no. I think it's their their pasta dishes. Like literally on the menu, it says pasta. Like you can order, and there's several selections, but I don't think you can go in there. I don't even think you can go in there and get like salads and appetizers. I think it's just the pasta portion is free. So salad. That's why I'd it's have a big to pay win for, for salad them. and breadsticks. Correct. And soda, whatever. But doesn't salad and breadsticks come for free with your pasta? Okay, maybe not salad and breadsticks, but if, I'm saying if you went there and you wanted you to get, get like, like a, a big steak side salad, or something. Right, you couldn't get steak. You couldn't get seafood. Unless that's part of their pasta dishes, which it may be. I don't know. You, you could get, like, the shrimp scampi Shrimp pop, scampi. The whatever. Like, if you got... Very popular, yes. If you, if you got pasta with protein in it, that would count. Yeah. But you couldn't have just as long a, as it's part an of their entree pasta. cut of beef. Right. But, if, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not free meal. People be going in there wow. getting three bottles of wine I mean, and shit. Only, I mean, <laughs> they only have a, they only give away a thousand of them. They might as well just make it like gorge our food. Again, for that reason, it's a huge win. Unless you're literally going Monday through Friday. Yeah, but I don't know. Like the pasta is like the cheapest thing on their menu, so you'd have to eat there it like is. six times in a month to sort of pay for it, even if you could get one. Okay, how hard is that? That's a if lot. You go every Friday, that's... Saturday. You got it covered. And you go Friday the week. and Saturday. Sure, it's pasta. It's delicious. You wouldn't want to go to the OG every I'm Friday saying, and Saturday. I'm not saying I, I couldn't eat a hundred dollars of the pasta. I'm just saying, like, I know you can eat a hundred dollars of the pasta. 
I'm just saying, I don't know if it'd be worth it, like... I mean, that's the I, Like, I wouldn't want to go to Olive Garden, like, six times in a month. No. I mean, I would, but... I mean, again, I wouldn't either, but if I paid $100, I would do it. Yeah, exactly. I but uh, what, I guess what my point is, is like, I'm not going to like get up at four in the morning or something and get online so I can get one of the golden tickets well, for Olive Garden. I'm guessing that's not what they went on sale. I don't know. You know but, what I mean, uh, though, but like, yeah, it seems like if I got one, I'd be like, great. Otherwise, eh. I don't know. Fair enough. They're not, they're not drawing me in with this pasta pass. And I'd I never heard of it. I think it's a crazy it, so. idea. Right, I hadn't either. Thought about the article. I think it's, I think it's an interesting idea. I'm a big fan of the OG, and obviously we bring this up because they're tonight's sponsor. Oh, so sweet. Olive Garden. I forgot their tagline. I didn't have it written down here. I should have the when copy. When you hear your family or something. That's when you hear your family, be. yes, that's 100 percent what it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> breadsticks, endless breadsticks, salad. How much you want? Another one? Perfect. Here comes another whole freaking salad. Eat the whole thing. I, Enjoy I do it like their salad and breadsticks, even though it, I think it's terrible. The salad is amazing. Delicious. The breadsticks is. Are, are also top shelf. Um, I'm a fan of the lasagna. There's not a I lot of Olive Gardens in my neck of the woods, according to this. They're not? That's a shame. I could literally hawk a large loogie and spit in an Olive Garden. It's that close to my house. That's disgusting. That's also not true. I could be there in less than <laughs> That's three That's probably months. what's in there, uh... Fettuccine sauce. They're from Scampi? They're Alfredo. Fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, it's probably true. That's probably not Apologies all Apologies to too. any Italian listeners that we have. There you go. Yeah. Um, oh, that was good. So, Much love. Yeah. just to, take, to carry this out, what other yeah. restaurants would you be interested in? Like, if it were a pizza restaurant, none of the oh. chain pizza, because that's fucking garbage, but right. if I, I could definitely eat $100 of the pizza. I and pizza pizza's today. cheap. Yes, I could 100 yes. I could eat pizza even from perhaps one of the garbage chain places that you like. I could probably eat $100 of that pizza. In a month. I mean, my personal favorite is a, is a regional chain called Garlic Knot, and the pizza that we get there is $20. So could I eat five of them in a month? I could eat five of them by Friday, starting today. <laughs> like, it's I mean, that, the good thing about pizza, too, is you could just order, like, six pizzas and just eat on them for a little while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I mean, I don't think I'd do that, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I'm right, saying, like, if, if you had, if you were on, like, the day 30, you, or say you're on day 29, I could order, like, oh, three see. pizzas and, and have the them the rest of the week. Yeah, put out. one in the freezer yeah. or just, even in you. the fridge, have some cold pizza for breakfast. Yeah, invite the invite the friends over. There'd have to be some sort of limitation, like one per order per day. Why? Or they this would is, definitely this is an imaginary money. promotion we're doing. You can do whatever the fuck I'm taking. I'm playing. I'm devil's advocate. I'm taking the, the stance of the, <laughs> the establishment that you're trying to bankrupt by having these hundred dollar passes for a month, which is exactly what you'd be doing, by the way. This is this is a new Groupon promotion. Yeah. Pay hundred dollars, get all the pizza you want for a month. Get unlimited food. I'm trying to think. Could you, you could bankrupt Papa John's. I mean, I guess I could probably do like tacos too. I mean. I wouldn't want to eat a hundred dollars of the Taco Bell because I feel like you'd instantly die. But you just have diarrhea for a month. But yeah, I could totally do Taco Bell. I could do Wendy's. I could definitely do a hundred dollars of Wendy's. I'm not proud to admit it. Of burgers or like Frosties? I mean, I both, all of it. Frosties <laughs> fifty cents right now, by the way. Oh wow! Fifty cent Frosty. Is that a tiny? Is that one of the little ones that looks like you, it's like a Dixie cup? They, they've gotten a little bigger, but yes, it's very small. But it's vanilla or chocolate. 50 cents. It's like a throwback. It's like a that rollback. That vanilla shit is 
just dumb. Delicious. I There's agree. no fucking um, vanilla frosty. There's it's one flavor, frosty. I flavor. could also do. Goes good with I fries. I could also do. Thank you. I could also do hundred dollars worth of Chick Fil A. Easy. Yeah, I think I think they Easy could sell town. millions of the hundred dollars of the Chick Fil A. Oh my god. <laughs> I would. I think that I think definitely... they could actually, they could get you to, to pay like two hundred dollars for a hundred dollars worth of Chick Fil A. But you don't have to wait, or like you don't have to go through the drive. Like it's just instantly handed to you. I think people would pay more for like speedier right. service. Not that their service is bad; they have excellent service. I'm just saying, like Chick Fil A is always swamped, or at least in my neck of the yeah. woods. Oh, everywhere across the country, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's truly unbelievable. I and I've I've told this to to Jamie many times because. For some reason, the rare instances when she goes to Chick-fil-A to pick up Chick-fil-A, when we're having Chick-fil-A, she's like, yeah, you know, she's out and back because there's Chick-fil-A very close to my house, too. She's out and back in like seven minutes. I'm like, how did you do that? I could go <laughs> at 3 p.m. I could go at 10 p.m. Well, they're closed at 10. I go at 930. It does not matter what time of day, what day of the week I get there. There's at least seven to 13 or 17 cars in the drive-thru. It's unbelievable. That place is always slammed. Now, the one that's close to us is in a very... It's a pretty good location. It's on a major road. It's in front of a shopping center, which I guess most of them are. Um, but it's it's uncanny. It's always slammed. But you're right. Very good service. It is their pleasure to serve me as a customer. <laughs> and if it is like a Saturday afternoon, regardless of the weather... I probably wouldn't do it in deep snow, but... like. I, about a month ago, it was super hot day. There's like four people out there with those little the clipboards taking you your know, order. Clipboards taking the order and taking my card. Have, I don't know. All the people I, in the store have to do is just give out the food. I feel like we've talked about this before. Have you have you downloaded the Chick Fil A one app or whatever it's called? I have not. No. So with with the app, you get free stuff. Yes, but you can awesome. order. You order and they'll bring it out to your car. You don't have to go through the drive-through. And you can tell them like when you're like when you're leaving and what time you'll be there. Obviously, if you just roll up and say I'm here, it's gonna take them a second to make it. It's gonna take a few but minutes. I if, like that. If it takes ten minutes from your house to get there, you could order from home, drive up, and they'll say, "My pleasure, Mr. Hoffman." Drop that shit right in your car for you. Sounds a lot like you've done this. I've only actually done that part once because. Oh, okay. Most of the time, I don't eat the Chick Fil A because vegetarian but they do have right. in in uh, Maryland they are I believe it's only in Maryland they're testing mac and cheese which is pretty good and I like their superfood okay. side salad and of course the french fries are delicious so the french fries are I will usually get fries. the superfood salad and some french fries because the mac and cheese nice. is just like a little too much food and they have they have DDP which is always a plus when uh, they do have DDP and they have the zero as well so yeah, for some reason I'm you don't drink that crap, but that's the best. Um, I will try that. I will try. I now I I'm assuming it's not available everywhere. The app situation. I think it is. I think it's available at all. Okay. Chick Fil A's. I'll check it out. I assume. I don't know. I haven't. I have not squandered the country to see the outage areas for Chick Fil A. You should. You should have done a road trip and uh, checked it out. Let us all know what's going on. All right, I'll try that. I might try that this weekend. Hell, I might try that tonight. What time is it? Nine o'clock? No, they're probably not open. 
for much longer. Um, you have a limited okay. limited window. Yeah, I do. All right, so that's enough about free food passes. Interesting twist you took us on there, though. Man, the pizza one, that would be so much trouble. <laughs> How much weight could you gain in one month? I mean, I feel like the pizza pizza is pretty much the only food that I would, like, seriously consider doing that. Now, my kids, if you you could give them, like, candy, they would... Candy store? Yeah. They would put down their $100 that they don't have, but... What is... I don't know. I've seen... I've seen kid number one's piggy bank. She had at least 25, 30 bucks last time I was there. I I assume it's grown. She doesn't know how much is in there, though. And the way she's popping teeth out. (laughs) Gotta be getting up there big time. Uh, so on that note, let's talk about that. So we'll, we'll refer to them as Kid 1 and Kid 2 because we're going to be talking about them a lot more during the vacation update as well. Sure. Um, and, and since we're getting more and more famous, I assume you don't want your kids yeah, to be out there. So, we, don't, we don't want them being yeah. hazed by the paparazzi. Yeah, you know, just being bothered and, um, yeah, that's cool. So Kid 1 lost a tooth, what, like 10 days ago and then yesterday? And they were the two front teeth. So what the hell's we going were on? on vacation in Maine, and uh, her yes. two front teeth were loose, one more so than the other. She was wiggling it and flicking it out with her tongue and stuff. And we were hiking <laughs> around, and I think she had a water bottle in her mouth, and my wife bumped it, and that just uh, knocked the tooth out. So we were out hiking, and classy. And uh, there was a cry of, Mama knocked my tooth out! Not not in pain, just excitement. So right. that, that tooth was gone. And uh, so. tooth... and you found it, I assume. Yeah, I I don't. It wasn't. I wasn't lost. there when. I mean, I wasn't like next to her. I was a hundred yards away or something. It it right. was in her hand. So, the tooth dude or the tooth fairy. My wife insists on calling the tooth fairy the tooth dude. My daughter doesn't believe in the tooth dude, but she does believe in the tooth fairy. So we're trying to squash that tooth dude shit. Um, Smart. Tooth fairy came and gave her a dollar. For that tooth, and then okay. today at camp, her other front tooth fell out or something. I don't, Popped I don't, out. It, she said it came out while she was doing something this afternoon. Nothing important, but so two teeth, fr- two front teeth. So now she's got the big like big hole in the front of her face. <laughs> yes, I saw the the after photo, and it's somewhat terrifying. So yeah. So, what what did you want to know? So a dollar, f- I, I it's it really the tooth fairy situations and like how much you're paying. So oh yeah, we're doing a dollar. Tooth, that's good. Dollar per tooth. So it's gonna be a dollar for every tooth. Yeah, okay. I mean, I I'm pretty sure the first tooth we gave her a dollar because I was like, I know some parents are like doing like five dollars or or like twenty dollars for the first tooth. I'm yeah. like, fuck that. I'm not giving my kid twenty dollars for their, like first of all. They aren't doing Agreed. anything. Their teeth, teeth are just coming out. Right. Like, there's no. I mean, I would rip my teeth out a little early, like kind of pull it out. But hers there are basically like completely rotting away. There's like no root left over. It's basically hollow. <laughs> it just falls out. <laughs> I mean, that, that's how they work. Like the the root dissolves. I know, I know. But like her, like my, poor, mine poor had a works. mine had a little more like tooth left. Oh. Like I I would break yes. it out. She's just kind of like. Letting it sort of like <laughs> spitting yeah, them out the, of her mouth, if you will. Another Hoffman trait: the Hoffman impatience. <laughs> Did you, you rip you your teeth? I, I do remember like tooth sticking to like my like some sort of 
fiber or something sticking to my gum. Yes. Like having to yank it. Ah, out. yes. Ah, stop it. <laughs> and that's daughter, why I would, because it was so nasty and uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, ah, I just got to get rid of this thing. Yeah, just yank it out. Yeah, and like mine would bleed yes. a lot because I'd pull them out a little earlier. She, hers, it's like, uh, obviously. it's just like flicking like a, a dry match out or something. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no fluid or anything. It's just, it's just a brittle pine cone. You're like, just flicking off the, yeah. Yeah. It's like if you put, if you unplugged one Lego from another one, just like, right. Um, oh, yeah. So we're doing a dollar, and she has a tooth fairy pillow. Okay. When we were when we were on vacation, uh, she just put it under her pillow, and I was like, well, we got you got to wrap it up and a piece of tissue just so that the tooth tooth fairy can find it, because like right. putting a solid a single tooth under your pillow, I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna fucking right. sneak she, that one yeah, out of there. If she moves at all, too, it's like, it, it'll be gone, then she'll find you later. Hey, the tooth fairy left my tooth. I'll be like, <laughs> tapping my hand underneath the pillow, like, feeling around for yeah. this thing. It's like, I need a little something more to grab onto. And I also had her put the, she has, like I said, she has a tooth fairy pillow. I said, we should wrap it up in the, uh, in, uh, some toilet paper or something, just so there's a little yeah. more for the tooth fairy to find, so she knows where it is. Right. Which I feel Smart. like is what we did when we were kids. Maybe because our teeth were all bloody, but I I we remember having them in gauze. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't tissue. It was actual gauze because of the bleeding of the teeth. Yes, and the tooth itself would have blood residue on it from the violent <laughs> exhumation de- from our mouths. There's definitely blood on my teeth. <laughs> Look like yes, we've been 100%. like punched in the face or something. Which may have been a, one method you used. I don't recall all of them. I think I, 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 think I probably that. hit you in the face a couple times. I'm sure that happened. I definitely remember the tying the, the dental floss or the string to a tooth and then to the doorknob. I don't think I actually ever did that, but I, I remember like that. setting it up I, that's and it. reading about it. So my friend in Portland, Kurt, like he said he did that with yes. his daughter, but I'm like, first of all, how the fuck are you tying dental floss around a tooth? Like they're not that big. I mean, I Good guess point. you could do that sort of like little slip knot, but it just doesn't seem like that. It seems like it would just fall off the tooth. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yes, I do. To get that, if the tooth is already loose, it seems like you just pull it out trying to tie the damn thing on there. I don't know Maybe how... That's how it happened. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yep, know. oh, I closed the door. Just kick the door after you yank their tooth out. <laughs> oh, it worked. Oh, yay! <clears throat> but yeah, the reality of that situation is very violent, if you stop and think about it. And if you need that much force, you probably shouldn't be doing it yeah. In that inaccurate yeah, way. Exactly. Just, you know, either wait a day or try a different method because that seems a bit uh, Or just bit like grotesque. toughen up and yank it out of your face like normal people do. Like normal people do. That's right. Um, it is a weird thing to think about doing those, ripping a tooth out of your head. Yeah. You're pulling a bone out of your body. <laughs> like that's insane. So daughter number one has asked me, or kid number one, like, what does a tooth fairy yes. do with the teeth? And I'm like, I don't know. It's such a weird, like, little tradition. There's some tiny fairy or full size. I don't know. I didn't yeah. I haven't really thought about the scale of the tooth fairy. But someone comes along when you're asleep and steal your steals Hang your on. bones and gives you money for them. <laughs> Hang on. First of all, definitely small. So you think the tooth fairy is like a full size man or woman? That's terrifying. <laughs> Floating like, into your room and then hovering that, over your bed. Why is that more terrifying than just a little person jumping in? Because it's a full. <laughs> because if you wake up and see the tooth fairy and it's three inches tall and she's just 
you know, rummaging around and getting the tooth, putting four quarters in there. That's one thing. If you wake up and there's a human being, an adult-sized human being leaning over you and breathing heavily as a child and an adult, that's terrifying. That's why. But it's a fairy. It's, like not, common it's sense not just a normal person. Someone, okay. someone cosplay adult. But if you wake up and startle said fairy and it's yeah. three inches tall, well, no harm, no foul. It's like a hummingbird <laughs> swiping your face. If you startle a fairy and it's an adult... And she collapses on top of you, or like instinctively, you know, decks you or something. I don't know. That's that would scare me <laughs> as a child. But it's okay Stranger for danger. it's okay for Santa to be a full-sized elderly gentleman. Well, Santa's not leaning over you and putting money where your tooth used to be. That's true. I guess. And the, then taking the tooth the back and building some sort of shrine. There's the proximity of the tooth fairy, where it's like always close yeah. to you, like the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. They're not like Easter Bunny's not in the house. Santa Claus. The shit. closest you're going to get is if you walk down the steps and happen to see him near the tree. What are you talking There's about? Still a 50 the Easter foot Bunny is, there. is totally in the house. Doing what? Leaving you Dropping candy. Easter Bunny pellets. Uh, I never what, believed in that. It, no bullshit. You totally believed in that. The Easter Bunny would bring no. us candy and gifts every Easter. No, I always knew that was mom and dad. Really. <laughs> Yeah. I believed in that shit until I, I was like 15. I never thought there was an actual bunny. Why? Again, same same question. Same obvious stupid question. Why is a bunny walking around giving out candy? I don't know. How is the bunny holding all this candy? At least Santa has a sleigh. What does the bunny have? Is he toting a wagon with all sorts of chocolate and goodies? He's got and all of his woodland stuff. friends to help him tote the candy around. Oh, him. yeah. There you go. That makes sense. And why is he wearing a jacket, by the way? <laughs> why is it always purple? It's not always. That question it's is royalty. fashion sense. The Easter Bunny is royalty. Apparently, he's wearing purple. With amongst the oh okay, <laughs> amongst all the woodland creatures, the Easter Bunny is. We're learning something new here, everybody. Yeah, the Easter Bunny, Easter is, royalty. Bunny is royalty. He's uh. And the magical land of Cadbury. King Easter, Easter Bunny, Bunny is king or queen. I don't know. Yeah. Bunnies are very Depends. genderless animals to me. Okay, fair I mean, enough. Now we're going, we're going a little B-side here. <laughs> I know they reproduce a lot, so they have genders, but if you exactly. look at a bunny, you're not like, oh, that's a that's a boy bunny or a girl bunny. That's a good point. Valid point. All right, fair enough. Let's move on. Uh, so you mentioned it there, as you cough yourself into oblivion. Uh, you mentioned it there. You went to Maine. True. Vacation. So let's let's get the uh, the five-minute recap on... Highlights, lowlights. Looks like you stopped several places along the way. I don't know if you stopped as many places on the way home, but so we, on the way up, we took, we stopped twice. We drove up to uh, Connecticut, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, okay. no, Connecticut, and then on the we drove up on Friday night after school or work to Connecticut, and then we went from Connecticut to Boston, and then from Boston to Maine. So we went to Acadia National Park. And, uh, hold on just a second. Acadia National Park is in Connecticut? No, Acadia is in Maine. So, it's a national park in Maine. It's where Bahaba is. It's beautiful. So, that was our end destination. But from Baltimore-ish to Bar Harbor is like a 12-hour drive without stops. Right. So, that's definitely too much for our family to do in one day. Yes, of course. Because, I mean... 
even if you didn't stop, you have to like stop to get gas and assume food. That's like fourteen to fifteen hours probably in the car. Yeah. Um. Yeah, That's and fun. my wife's driving, so she was definitely hauling ass. But um, <laughs> she's not not sure. a patient driver. Anyway, no. so we were, so we stopped in. Uh, we drove to Connecticut the first night just because we were going to go to Boston, but Boston's like six hours away. But we so we wanted to be able to get to Boston a little earlier so we could actually do stuff in Boston that day, not just have it as a place to sleep. <clears throat> so we went, yes. we went to Boston and did like some touristy Boston stuff, went to Harvard, walked around the campus, did some architecture stuff. Harvard. Harvard Square. Yep. Um, took the girls on a tour of Harvard because whatever. And then, so then we went to Maine. <laughs> And I mean, my goal of Maine was just to like get outside and do some cool stuff because I'd never been to Maine, see some of the rocky coastline. We did a bunch of hikes. Yep. We went to, like I said, Acadia National Forest and then, which is sort of, it's on Mount Desert Island. So we hiked all around there. Uh, some of the family had some lobster rolls. I did not because I don't eat that. Um, had some ice cream, you know, that kind of stuff. Ate out. Right. Uh, saw some animals where, where were you staying so we stay so there's the Mount Desert Island which is where Acadia National Park is located and we were staying right. just sort of on the mainland in a town called shit no I forgot not Ellsworth but next to Ellsworth Hancock okay Hancock <clears throat> and then opposite but just in a hotel no we had like a VRBO it was a nice little house oh, okay Nice. For some reason, there's a ton of mosquitoes outside the house. Like, there are mosquitoes in the park. Apparently, the national bird of... Or the state bird of Maine is a mosquito. Har, har. But, um... Hilarious. The, the mosquitoes were not... the Were the worst directly outside of the place we were staying for some reason. Interesting. But, uh... So, we stayed in the house and would drive into the park pretty much every day. And then we also spent a day... There's, like, a sort of an isthmus on the eastern side of the park called the Scudic Peninsula. And we went there, which is similar scenery, but it was a little nicer because there's hardly anyone there. So we were hiking around by ourselves. So that was fun on that day. That's where my daughter, daughter number one, lost her tooth, was on the Scudic Peninsula. I see. But uh, so now... rocky coastline, beautiful yeah. shores. I mean, it was... The whole East Coast, I think, had nice weather while we were there because it was, like, it was probably 70s and sunny while we were there. Cooled down to, like, 50s or 60s at night. And then we got back to Baltimore. It was, like, fucking 92 degrees, and I think it was, like, 96 today. But apparently last week it was also nice in Maryland, so I think it was just the whole East Coast weather break. But I think it's definitely cooler in Maine. But, yeah, it was a good trip. I mean, driving in the car kind of sucks for that long but and that sorry and so the, on the way back on the way back we stopped yeah. in providence oh that's what and went to okay. brown on our ivy league college tour we just went to those two never too early <laughs> yeah so start saving now <clears throat> uh what was i gonna ask oh in terms of wildlife aside from the state bird that you experienced were there any uh animals of note that you Encountered. I mean, supposedly there are moose in Maine. I don't. We didn't see any moose, and I think there might be some bears, but we didn't, we didn't actually see much wildlife. I 
see. We saw That's some right. squirrels and like chipmunks and shit, but yeah. nothing, nothing of note. I mean, we see deer all the time near our house, so that that was. We right. saw a larger game deal. within a mile of our home than we did in the park. That's too bad. Yeah. But everybody, everybody had fun. I think so. Enjoyable vacation. Yeah. Relaxing. It was, it was like, you know, it was, it was naturally beautiful and it was good to just be outside some. I really didn't want to come back. Yeah. But, you know. Well, obviously. Gotta pay the bills. Yeah, pay the bills, son. Olive Garden, thank you for okay. sponsoring this and paying some of our bills. That's definitely <clears throat> helping. Thank you, Olive The pasta passes. When you're here, <laughs> your family. Brilliant idea, the pasta So pass. next year, do you think that to... since they're a sponsor, they can get us a pasta pass so we can really experience like the value of this? Excellent question. I actually spoke to our uh, contact our rep. at OG uh-huh. and our rep. And because of... <laughs> Kind of the cachet behind the pasta pass and how how limited they are. Sure, they don't they don't, they want, don't to, want to just give them out to celebrities. They don't want to make it seem like they're playing then, favorites. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you understand. But it's, I mean, it's, uh, we should you should talk to them again because we could be influencers and sort of like promote the program could. for other people. Oh, I promote the. Sh- I mean, we're doing it right now, so I don't know what more they would need. I mean, we'd we'd hit up IG, have pictures of us eating said pasta. Um, you know, start Snapchatting, which I've never done in my life. If that would help, <laughs> um, we can definitely Snapchat for you. We just have to download the app first. Yeah, uh, that's all we have to do. So, uh, no, I think I have the app. I've just never actually done a snap, not intentionally, anyway. Um, so, anyway. Wait, you have the app, but you've never used it. Do you follow people on Snap? I've never used it. I follow like five people, and I earlier tonight. Follow how many? Sitting on the toilet. Like five people. You should set up an account for us. I mean, I guess I could. What am I going to do? I Snap know. myself doing the show in my underwear? <laughs> yeah, it would be super exciting. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that would be exciting. There's no doubt about that. Get some follows on that one. All right, yeah. we, can, we can set up a, a BroPod account. By the way, check us out on Instagram. Facebook page up and running now. Got a ton of action this past week. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thanks to part... In large part to me, not large part. Thanks exclusively to me. Who set up the page? You set up the page, but if you have not done this yet, by the way, I need you to uh, send it to everyone on your friend list because that's what got all the likes and all the action. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to spam people. Why not? It's not spamming. I just did it one time. All right, maybe I'll do that. And got the mad action going on there. A good I mean, point. I think I, I think I like, uh, whatever it's called, tagged you, and I think I did. Yeah, you did tag me. So I thought it would have gone to all your friends, but maybe I didn't. Did it right not? One. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know if it did or know. not. Well, I don't think so because I looked at the list and they're almost, almost every single one on this. Yeah, yeah, I looked at the list too. I was like, I don't know who any of these fucking people are. Exactly. So <clears throat> make it happen. And thanks to some of our actual friends, by the way, Nick Todd specifically, gonna give you a shout out. For sharing, I think every single post that I put up this past week. <laughs> he's 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 a that. good. Uh... He's a good. Yeah, he spreads. He spreads the word. He will I definitely promote that. this smile. I'm going to put you on Thanks, Instagram. Buddy. Okay. Oh boy. <clears throat> you, you took a picture. I don't even want to know what you just did. Screen ca- screen grab. Maybe? I'm just taking a picture of a 
our video chat for our Instagram. This is li- oh. this is live happening right now. Wow. <clears throat> Look at that. Multi multimedia happening right now. IG at B underscore bro underscore pod. It's also Check gonna go it up. Out. It's also gonna go up on Twitter. Also on the Twit. Which I think has zero followers, so no, I think you follow splashing it. away. I follow it, so again, zero, zero <laughs> unique followers. That's all right. We'll get there. It's a process, you know. This shit didn't happen overnight. Um, I'm gonna skip the music topic. We'll put that for next week because we're coming up on the hour mark. Um, so let's go straight to everyone's favorite, which I don't even know if it's relevant anymore, and that is the keto update. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we need a I theme song for I didn't for that, weigh myself. <laughs> you didn't weigh yourself? Is that because you <clears throat> ate like a... Let's just say that I've probably gained some weight boy? since the last time we talked. See, I was I was thinking that you've probably not only gained weight, but you might be over the starting weight. No, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I mean, so? I was definitely eating more liberally on my vacation, but I was exercising more because we were hiking around all the time, so... <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, justification. That's I may have I heard. may have lost some ground, but I don't think I uh, I don't think I was completely you didn't you backslid didn't completely. Uh, yeah. I'm trying it's to good. think. I, I I had ice cream a couple of times, and they had some. Maine is famous for its blueberries, so I had a piece of blueberry pie. Yes, that's pretty good. Nice, love a good piece of blueberry pie. The, blueberry cobbler. The main. Yeah. Fair enough. The the so they the place we went had. Blueberry pie. Um, they had blueberry pie and then blueberry pie crisp or something. I don't. They only had the, they only had the one with the crumble on top. So I was like, why would I not want that? Ooh. How that's, can you pass that's that? That's like up? the best part of pie is the 100%. cinnamon sugar crumble stuff you yes. put on top. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not worth eating. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Preach. Yeah. yeah so I agree, hundred percent. Um, okay. we had we did have some donuts. No. We we went. You know, to, I should have told. Ha- we went to a donut place in Boston. It was okay. We went to called a don- the Boston Cream. No, I forget what it was called. That's what it should be called. We went to a donut place in Maine as well, which was also okay. We didn't have great luck with the donuts in the Northeast. I should have thought about this. I think it's in Portland, Maine. Did you guys spend any time in Portland? That's we like did. did. We did spend you a little did. time in Portland. There's nice a city. place. I'll have to look it up. Not as good as Portland, yeah. Oregon, but not bad. Not as good as the West Coast Portland. But there is a donut place. I'm pretty sure it's in Portland, Maine. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll try to bring it up on the next pod, if I remember. Oh. Uh, that has – their specialty are sweet potato donuts. I think and I apparently they saw are just that place because the bomb diggity. there was a okay. line of people to go into some donut place in downtown Portland. That sounds about right. That was probably – We did not go there because we got there well, – it was like lunchtime we were there, so we weren't getting donuts, but there were definitely Why people not? just, <laughs> yeah. we were doing other things. Anyway, Parent, there were people parents. lined up. We ate sort of like next door to that, but we did not eat at that donut place. I'm assuming it's the same one because there were literally like 30 people standing outside the whole time we were there. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I read about it. Place. This was several years ago and I was like, whoa. I gotta so make sure when I go. You to said Maine, they have sweet that potato is. donuts. That does not sound good to me. I mean, your loss. Are you are you just a fan of? Is it? 
The holy donut? I do like sweet potato donuts. You know what? I, it was so long ago, I don't even know that I would know if you told me. Um, but let me do it. Let's, let's both do Google searches here. Well, yeah, the holy donut is definitely what's coming up here. Main potato donuts. That's interesting. Oh, maybe they're just made with if potatoes. <clears throat> maybe that's oh, they do have sweet Ooh. potato donuts. That's probably ginger it. sugared and ginger images. glazed. That actually probably is pretty good. I will say we went on the way it's back. It's donuts, we, of course it's good. We stopped okay. in. Uh, what did I say? Providence, Rhode Island, and yeah. uh, I went. We went to a coffee shop on the way out, and uh, also got donuts there, which were ridiculously overpriced. Don't don't try to get quantity of donuts at a coffee shop because they were each like $3 and I was like are you fucking kidding me they weren't even that good sounds about right I also had the worst chai I've ever had they're like it takes a little longer because we're going to brew it ourselves and I was like okay not good not worth the wait no definitely not that's a shame tasted like dirty water with a little milk mixed in isn't that what chai is? Usually chai has like a nice... You would actually like it, I think. It has that sort of like pumpkin really? spice-ish flavor. It's a, I mean, it, it it can vary pretty widely because it's a tea base, but it has a lot of like cinnamon, clove, sort of cardamom flavors to it. And then it, okay. the, the chai latte is finished off with milk, steamed milk. So it's, nice. it's like a coffee without the terrible coffee taste. Gotcha. <clears throat> I'm speaking of coffee from my perspective, which is that it's gross. Yes, that's that is 100% my. Perspective. And that's generally my opinion of most teas because teas are bitter and gross too. But <clears throat> yes. the herbal tea, chai, like I said, has more spice to it and it's a bit sweeter. And then like I like herbal teas because they don't have any actual tea in them, so they taste better. Right. Like peppermint tea doesn't have any tea in it. It's just peppermint tea. Just warm peppermint water. Yes, mm. <laughs> warm peppermint water. It's like a warm it's like a melted water. starlight mint, but less sweet. That's right. That actually would be really fucking delicious. That sounds also gross. What? Um, do you not like starlight mints? No, I do. A melted I'm, candy I'm, cane like is that a better visual for you? Uh, yes, please. I'll take two. <laughs> Um, by the way, I, th- I think you're right, actually. I think Holy Donut is what I was thinking of. I've been doing some research here while you were waxing, waxing about, about teas. Shy. Holy Donut! Yeah. Holy Donut in Portland, Maine. I hope they have... Check it out. I hope they have a parody song with Dio singing Holy Donut as opposed to Holy that Diver. That would be quite awesome. By the way, you know a donut place is good when it literally says on the website, each location closes upon selling out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this Implying is the place. Implying that on most days, they sell out. There were a buttload of people that outside of it. That means it's good. Yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> we may have talked about this before, uh, so I'm looking at their thing, and they have sure. filled donuts. One of them is bacon yes. cheddar filled, which sounds disgusting to me. It does. Uh, I agree. Are you, do you like jelly donuts or cream filled donuts? Here's my thought on jelly-filled donuts. We got donut. I got donuts this past weekend, and I've I've mentioned it before. It's a local place called Lamar's. It's not. It's local to me, but it is a regional chain. I think there's some in Kansas and Colorado. And you can get a dozen regular donuts. You can get a dozen specialty donuts, or you can get the mix half and half. Six specialties, six regular. Is that your choice, or just a general assortment? That is my choice. 
the the half and half. Oh, uh, wait, what are you asking me? Well, like I know in Portland, there's a place. There's an old school bakery, Helen Bernhardt's. I think you've been there before. You could go. You could go in place. and get a commuter box where they would just grab a dozen donuts and just oh, hand it to no. you. They, you didn't gotcha. choose. No, my choice. No, my choice completely. I think it's always your choice. Anyway. I mean, they pointed out so that with... they just sold donuts and you like it was fast and you got a cheaper deal than if you picked out the individual ones that you wanted. Yeah, no, of course. Makes you sense. I would I never take that chance. I would pay the premium. <laughs> but anyway, because um, there's just too many donuts I would not like, like anything with chocolate on it. But anyway, so I get the half and half because the fritter, I've explained the fritter. I know I have because I was listening to the episode recently where I was talking about the cherry fritter, which is seasonal, but it is amazing. So the fritters especially. So, so I have wait, wait, to get so, the half. Sorry, and half. I don't I don't remember that one particular. But so the cherry fritter like I think of an apple fritter as sort of like a does it have is the cherry fritter is it like an uh, a Danish then? Does it have like the cherry goo in it of some no. sort? It's just picture an apple fritter, yeah. but instead of chopped up apples, it's chopped up cherries. Oh, so it just has little bits of fruit and then it's glazed, it's sort of it's like, like a, a yeah, it's like a large sort of thing. thin bear claw just gotcha. glazed goodness with bits of cherry as opposed oh, to it's that does sound good fucking amazing well, anyway at some point when we come to so, visit you i will definitely eat that i'm sure you will <clears throat> oh we're going to the mars 100 so um <laughs> in any event so i get the half and half i get what was the oh the jelly question okay so the jelly donuts that they have are one of the it's a it's a specialty donut because it's quite large so so specialty here is based Jamie on size to, rather than content pretty much yeah yeah it really is so jamie wanted like a boston cream which Ooh. is a specialty and she wanted one other one and that was it so i basically had 10 donuts that i had to get for myself i got four of the sour cream which we talked about very recently on one of our pods about how much we actually enjoy the sour cream. oh yeah i'm a fan surprisingly so i got four sour the name cream is terrible, I got a... but the taste is yum it is a terrible name it's very Misleading, too, because it doesn't taste like sour cream. It tastes nothing like sour cream. Four sour cream, cherry cake, uh, Ooh, cherry, cherry yeast. Cake. That but good. Cherry, I, yeah, cherry cake is amazing, too. I'm telling you, they got the cherries on lockdown. <laughs> I got two fritters. I got... Uh, Wait, what's the cherry yeast? Yeah. Is that like a cherry dip? It's, I mean, I know it, what no, a yeast it's, donut it's a regular, is, but... <clears throat> It's a yeast donut, but it's, it's a cherry glaze. That's all. Gotcha. Like cherry cream on top. Uh, I got a cinnamon roll, That's which I always one. thought was like extra special specialty, like extra money. She was like, no, it's a special donut. I said, hell yeah. <laughs> Put a cinnamon roll in my box. Um, anyway, and then I got I got two different jelly filled. One was like raspberry filled. One was blueberry filled. Oof. Here, all that to say, here are my thoughts on the jelly filled donuts. If there was a way, and I know there's not because I know how these are created. If there was a way to somehow spread thinner the jelly so that perhaps god forbid every bite i get a little bit of the donut and a little bit of the jelly that'd be perfect what ends up happening all too often with jelly filled donuts is that i take a couple bites with no jelly and then i get this gigantic <laughs> bite where it's like i'm taking a spoon <laughs> or you're taking a, a jelly gun and just putting jelly. it in your mouth exactly and then it's so close, the way they do it at least, it's so close to the bottom of the donut. Now, like, the bottom starts to fall yeah, apart and soggy. jelly's just spilling out yeah, and, like, jelly a jelly donuts avalanche. Are garbage. Fuck jelly donuts. So I really. <clears throat> again, the flavor profile, if you can get just a little bit of jelly and the donut, I'm a fan of. But it's so hard to do that 
I may be off of jelly donuts for good. I, I was I, never a huge fan, I but I never it's just, liked it's jelly donuts. I, I, the quantity is definitely an issue. Where, like you don't want like a heaping spoonful of jelly and a little bit of donut. No. And that's the that's the ratio you definitely get in those middle bite or bites. Yes. But uh, the yeah, I, it's too much like pie to me, and not in a good way. Like I like the pie yeah. filling. The jelly is just kind of like. What? smear it on top and just call it like a blueberry glazed or something like that makes sense to me i don't need all that shit sure. in the middle i don't i don't it's too much yeah. i don't need all that the donut is good enough on its own i don't want to eat 70 percent jelly and 30 percent donut and i therefore have come to the conclusion that those donuts people that make the jelly donuts they realize that their donuts are not in fact good enough on their own <laughs> and that's why they're shoving <laughs> jelly in them for those morons that think this is a great idea yeah, it's I don't, like a spoonful I really of jelly don't that understand I the, the appeal of the jelly donut. Although, yeah, I think I I don't understand the cream filled either, but I think that's just because it's something that I've decided I don't like. I I can't say that I've ever had one and thought it was gross, but yeah, Jamie loves that stuff. I, it's not for me. Too much. I, I feel like if I take a bite and then I feel like I've bit into air, there's a problem. <laughs> and that's what happens with those cream, those Bismarcks. Or I don't know whatever what they call them here, but at Lamar's, I think they're called Bismarcks. But it's just too puffy. It's like a puff pastry, and I'm not. Yeah, cream puffs are not bad, so maybe I would like it. I don't know. I I know I know you're I know Anne's a big fan. Anne likes the cream puffs. I remember in Seattle she had a three dozen, I think it was. I don't know. She bought a shit ton of them once. Probably Um, not that many, but. Probably not that many. No, I'm definitely have purple. (laughs) Three dozen might be a Um, bit bit much. For anyone, and everyone. In any event, hey, that's hey. Wait a minute. There had to be a limitation, but coming full circle on our pasta pass conversation. Ooh. A donut store pass. Oh my god. The problem is I would be in donuts are so danger, cheap. It would have danger. to be like twenty five dollars and you could eat all the donuts you could eat. But see, no no no. No, 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 no. They again, I'm looking at it from a business <laughs> perspective. There's no way they could do that. I would walk out with seven boxes. Well you, twice you can a only week. get a they lose could, so much. You can money. only get a dozen a, a dozen day. at a time. Yeah dozen a day yeah I think a dozen a day they could still charge a hundred bucks and I'd still pay for it but how much is a dozen donuts ten bucks twelve bucks at Lamar's it's actually nineteen. Oh, are they fancy donuts how much is just the well, again the, the low low the regular grade. dozen is yeah it's thirteen I guess the, yeah 14. I guess donuts are about a dollar a piece so yeah so even at the regular places so if we're saying you're oh spending, Todd's doing math, ladies and gentlemen. Sit back. We got some time. I'm just saying if you're if you're spending fifteen dollars a, a dozen, then I guess you only, yeah you only need to buy four dozen and you're you're on top of it. What did we say it was fifty or we say a hundred bucks? I said a hundred. Oh, a hundred bucks. Yeah, so six. I mean, the problem I would have is that a dozen. If I'm getting it just for me, I can eat three or four days. So that's at least three or four days. So at most, I'm getting two boxes a week. So we're talking about eight boxes in the course of a month. So you're right. It, I mean, I, I'd still get my money's worth, but it wouldn't be quite the discount at 100. So maybe 50. I'll go for 50. Because, I mean, 100 bucks, you're not going to eat six dozen donuts in a month generally. No. Like, you'd have to you'd have I to make an effort to do that, right? Like, you would, yeah. if you would. Yes. You'd have to Which go. Which I would happily make. You'd have to, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it would be, like, uncomfortable. I'm just saying you'd have to eat donut a dozen donuts twice a week, more or less. To like come out ahead if it were a hundred bucks. And granted, 
I don't know how often Anne eats them, but I, I would be doing this basically on my own. Jamie would help a little bit, but I'd be doing the, the heavy lifting here. I mean, I, I could definitely I get child one and either, two. But... They don't eat much, but they'll they'll noodle around on some donuts. They'll, they'll help. They'll take three donuts they'll and take two them. bites out of each. Yeah. Child two right. will definitely lick the frosting off of any donut that you <laughs> give her. <laughs> lick the frosting or the powdered sugar? Yeah, exactly. Um... The... <laughs> <laughs> in cupcakes and donuts, she prefers to just lick the icing off the top and then eat none of the Why substance. Why not? Brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. Oh, speaking I've of uh, this, made me think of this. Um, have you watched the new Dimitri Martin comedy special? Do you have Netflix? I do have Netflix. On yes. Netflix, you should watch. It's good. He has a bit about I have not cupcakes. It's it? pretty funny. Do you know Dimitri what is Martin? It called? I do know Dimitri Martin. I've, heard, I've listened to his stuff on Spotify. Uh, it's called. Dimitri Martin, the Overthinker, I think. Okay, is it like it's new, new, like it's 2018 release? I believe so. I can yeah, find it. yeah, it's called the Overthinker. I'll give it a watch. Yes, 2018. He has he has a bit about donuts too. I forgot about that. <laughs> he has one about cupcakes oh. and donuts. Perfect. Both I found quite funny. I like Dimitri Martin though. A, a pastry spectacle. I assume that you do. Otherwise, you would not be. Would be recommending it. Hey, listeners, you should check out Dimitri Martin, the Overthinker. Maybe we can sponsor the pod, so we're not giving out free pub, just like OG sponsored tonight. Thanks again, Olive Garden. I'll I'll give free pub to Dimitri. He he's welcome to come on the show anytime he wants to. Also true. Yes, I was thinking about that, by the way, and and then we'll wrap up the show. But and I should probably talk about this off offline, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, Some of the guests that we have talked about having on for just the one-on-one podcast, I think we could actually have on. The regular podcast. The main? Yeah, the main, the, the mothership. Uh, specifically, our friend in, in the Brooklyn area. Because it was funny. Again, I was listening to older podcasts, either when I was uploading them last week, when I did the five five podcasts in a row, five nights in a row, or as I mentioned to you, I was listening to some really old ones that we have not uploaded yet, <laughs> that we may you never upload. That are not great. But we mentioned how, yeah, we mentioned how particular guests, specifically this person I'm talking about now, could go on to a a bro pod with Scott and Todd short, which would be 15 to 30 minutes. But I feel like he could do a three hour show that we'd have to like break up into multiple segments. Oh yeah. We could have a little, so why limit him to a short little, a little JS corner. Is that what you mean? Yes. Just chop it up into bits and we could have that. We could pre, we could, I mean, some other podcasts do this. They pre-record interviews and then just tack it on to the end or whatever. We could do that too. We'll discuss offline, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Good idea. Just let the people know there's so much more in store. It's not just us. We get a JS and a TB segment. Oh, man. Complaints with TB. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Complaints. (laughs) I was about to say, it wouldn't be a (laughs) happy-filled podcast if TB was on, but fair enough. Complaints with TB, that makes sense. I mean, we talked about your dry needling. We talked about your dry needling. I feel like we could get at least four hours worth of complaints from TB. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he does have a quality laugh too so that's uh that would go over well in the audio format so we'll have to, we'll have to make that happen anyway so that's upcoming look out for that this fall on the bro pod with scott and todd um and again thanks to our sponsor tonight olive garden OG. when you're here your family the og as uh as i call it go check them out probably sold out of pasta passes almost certainly they are but uh it comes around every year so be on the lookout uh, and yeah I think that's it anything else uh, no I'm good no that's what I figured 
Alright, thanks for listening. We'll uh, be back next week with a Labor Day recap. Mm. Can't wait. Can't be riveting. Peace! So until then. See ya!